All right. Wow. I see a lot of listeners here. Right off the bat. What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. Let's see my... Ah, I'll have a co-host here joining in a minute. Less than a minute, and then we will kick it off. I'll go ahead and start the intro music. Paul, you say I don't need a co-host, but uh, apparently Jesse is having a hard time connecting on desktop. <laughs> you, it's possible you might find out if I need a co-host or not. I do. I'm telling you, I do. Welcome to the Rocks Lunchbox Live. It's Friday. Weekend's pretty much here. It's about here. If you're actually on your lunch, you only got like half a day left to go. Jasper Knight is in the chat. All right. I got a ton of news. San Diego Comic-Con is going on, so we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Jasper. Hey, Jasper. I know you're having uh, phone troubles, but if you feel like it, you can call in. You can call in. I got lots of movie news. Uh, Let's see. One piece of TV news that's going to be relevant to you, Jasper. And only you. <laughs> None of us else. No one else on uh, in the G fam are watching it. Yeah, there are so many trailers. Hey, Paul, I didn't think you could join today. I'm glad you're here. Maybe I'm thinking of a different day you said you couldn't listen in. Doesn't matter. I know I got at least one or two pieces of news from you, so thank you again, Paul. No longer canon. None of it's canon, Jasper. We're talking about properties based on Marvel comic books, or just comic books in general. Canon is a joke. Doesn't mean anything. In fact, I've found in the very, very, very few comics I've read the last year or two. Oh, Paul says his news feed gets flooded, so he passes him along. Well, I appreciate it. Saves me some legwork in some of these stories I don't know that I'd have come across with my usual sources. My sources. My special news sources. Uh, But what I was saying is uh, the very few comics I've read the past year or so, I've actually kind of enjoyed the non-canon stories more because they can actually have consequences. When you're telling stories in canon, there's some things you can't do. If you're Batman... You can't kill Alfred unless you're telling some type of Elseworlds tale. Can you talk about the Endgame movie? Well, we all we we do sometimes. <laughs> Endgame every day, Jesse says. Paul says you can have a ton more fun in non-canon stories. Yeah. I mean, and in the terms of this, this whole canon thing kind of comes from Jasper being a huge Marvel Cinematic Uni- Universe fan. Excuse me. Uh, but he has not, and he seems to refuse 
to watch the, in my opinion, superior Netflix Marvel series because they're no longer canon, which is ridiculous because they're quality for the most part. Most of the series are quality, uh, but this is this is silly because they're good. Hi, Jesse. Hello, am I here? You're here. Oh my goodness! I'm actually using the Castbox app on my Chromebook. You know, the one that uh, did not work the first time that I tried it, but apparently it works today when nothing else will. God, Jasper's such a troll. Agents of Sealed Shield was the best of them. You're a fool. Are, do you have your? Do you have headphones? Do I have headphones? I do. Is are you hearing a lot of echo? I'm hearing a little bit of echo. I just okay. Turn them yeah, down. I, maybe I need to turn me down. I can turn. It's a different sound setup through the Castbox app for some yeah. reason. No, I, I yeah. So you I'm are sure. a little louder than normal. So oh, am that's I? Probably, well, 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 that's me... probably me. That's probably just the way that's coming through my headphones. Have you ever watched it, Randall? I've watched some of it. Jasper, you're going to have a hard time pressing me of the that you're going to have a hard time convincing me that anything produced by ABC Network Television is going to beat a well-produced Netflix show. Not saying it's not possible if the writing's good, but mm, come on. Come on. I enjoy, okay. you know, I enjoyed a lot of of what I've seen and let's see. I think I'm I think I'm caught up to uh, I'm I'm about a season back, I think, or no, half a season back because they haven't released the new season yet. So, but well, it kind of lost me halfway, you know. Like it was really interesting, and then I mean, like I don't know, they take some strange turns in Agents of Shield. It they it lost me too. The problem with Agents of Shield is actually the fact that it was they tried to make it so canon that it would get derailed by what happened in the movies. I think Netflix took a wise route of like it was very much on the peripheral peripheral of the cinematic universe. They would like you'd get a mention of the incident or whatever, uh, but otherwise there wasn't really a big impact on the series. So they were a little bit more free to, I don't know, not be affected by it. Um, so let's go ahead and get to that bit of news since we're talking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, to it is to according to news reports out of San Diego Comic Con, Marvel's Agents of Shield is to end after season seven. Jesse, you're asking to join again. Let's do it. Let's see what happens. No, I probably shouldn't, huh? Oh, maybe no. I. Him. He's back. Hey, I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> this this thing, man. Okay, so what I do when we usually record this thing is I uh, I record the show on the desktop. Right, so I use that interface, and then I use the actual Castbox um, app for the so chat. that I can check out the chat because that chat interface is better. It's mm-hmm. it's really kind of slick. Uh, but I try basically I tried to use the Castbox uh, app twice. I tried to use it on both my uh, desktop or my Chromebook and on my phone, and that apparently will kick you out. Interesting. You can't uh, be two places in once. It's not allowed. Sky White asks, Captain Marvel opinion. I'll have to defer to Jesse because my opinion is I haven't seen it, which is 
kind of a statement on its own. <laughs> I was just say that's kind of the opinion, right? Um, yeah, a little bit. I, I'm curious. I do want to watch it, but I've seen all the other Marvel movies. Haven't seen that one yet. I th- I think it's okay. You know, it's an okay movie. It um was it was not it was not the greatest, but it also like a lot of people are really poo pooing it, and I don't think it's any worse than a lot of the uh, a lot of the solo origin movies. You know, I mean, like it's it's at least in the ballpark of the first Doctor Strange movie for me. I mean. Mm-hmm. It's, I, okay. I liked the Doctor Strange movie, but it's not my favorite. He's one of my favorite characters in the MCU. I think he gets really well done in other movies. That's, that's kind of my opinion on uh, Iron Man, though, too. <laughs> like, I love Iron Man. I love Robert D- Downey Jr. as Iron Man. But he's almost better in not his own movies, with the exception of being uh, the first Iron Man. Obviously, he nailed it, or we wouldn't even be talking about Captain Marvel. Uh, Paul said. Paul Harder says, "People are ducks, though." I I don't get that reference. Is that a Captain Marvel thing? Um, that might be. Okay. I'm, I. Yeah, I don't. I don't get all. I don't have all the references. Oh, okay. Like, me- Never memorized mind. or anything. <laughs> he, he he missed. It was a typo. Uh, essentially, oh. people are jerks, though. Oh, okay. I was like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> people are ducks. Maybe, I was like, maybe, I don't understand. <laughs> maybe that's a Howard the Duck reference, and I missed it. <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't know what Jasper's on about. He sounds like he has issues. Uh, Sky White says no. I'm not sure what that's in reference to. Sky White, you're new. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Uh, normally, we have another, and this is also, my phone censors me, apparently. Oh, yeah. I'll get messages from Melanie, who I was just about to mention, that it will straight up censor it. Like, she'll drop an F-bomb, and it'll be F asterisks. And I'm like, huh, that's interesting. (laughs) Um, But yes, Melanie is normally here, uh, but she's not today. She has job stuff to do, which I have a feeling will be an increasing thing going forward for two-thirds of us <laughs> as summer ends job issue job interferences I- interfering oh those interfering paychecks <laughs> man <laughs> man it's, they just they just come not when i need them <laughs> matt d is here he said people are richards yes that is a more accurate uh <laughs> interpretation of what paul was trying to say Hey, Sky White agrees with what Jasper was saying. Oh, Iron Man is the epicenter of the MCU. God, God, Jasper, <laughs> Jasper, he's totally, you and that guy, that podcast that I got tr- into a troll fight with uh, on Maggie's show. As soon as somebody says the slightest negative thing about Iron Man, oh, oh, I don't think <laughs> Jesse's wrong. What he is saying is that... <laughs> Iron Man is a more interesting character when he's not the leading character. He like I like Iron Man's personality in you know what a uh, Civil War. Well, he was kind of you know whatever he had a chip on right. his shoulder in that movie. But in the other movies when he shows up as a supporting character, he's a lot of fun. He's kind of interesting. Maybe he's a bit too much to be a leading character in three movies. Maybe after a while you're like, "Okay, I get it." You know, I whatever. mean, two and three, man. That's yeah. all I got to say. <laughs> Oh, he's the epicenter. <laughs> Here, here's yeah. what I need. Here's the thing, Jasper. 
you better hope you're wrong because Iron Man's dead. So MCU is dead. Sky White. Hey, <laughs> just for just for future reference, uh, man, we've talked about all these things you're asking about Sky White. If you look up here on Castbox, uh, Grolic's Lunchbox Live, you can find all the replays. However, I will go ahead and tune. Uh, answer your question any opinions on tom holland as spider-man i like him i think he's a really good spider-man actually i think he's like yeah he's kind of perfect he, he actually seems- has a he actually actually has the accent he's yeah he seems very he's very likable he has some kind of a personality <laughs> i was not a fan of andrew garfield spider-man uh don't you say that he's a oh wait Iron Man is a good duck. He's too much ego for his own film. That's a good point. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. And then Jasper says, don't you say that. And spoilers. I'm not going to get into it because oddly enough, people are still, people still get upset about in game spoilers. Oh, whoops. <laughs> it's been, it's been long enough. I get it, but I mean, if you've seen Spider-Man, then, you know, <laughs> So Th- that movie made all the money in the world. Everybody's seen it. Yeah. Marvel has really nailed casting lately. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, overall, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm sure there's somebody. Oh, I don't like whatever. I don't know what Captain Marvel's character in the comics is like, but I'm not a super big fan of the actress cast as her. Right. But I don't know. Maybe she's appropriate for the role. And maybe I just need to watch Captain Marvel, which ties us back to how we got on this whole sidetrack in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say it's worth it's worth a rent for sure, since it's already at rental status now. So you don't have to worry about shelling out the, that big box office money. Matt D, I liked Andrew Garfield in Doctor Who, a much better New York accent. That is how I know him. Yes, as a bit character in one episode of Doctor Who. Is that the pigmen of Manhattan? I think so, yeah. Where he's yes. like, yes. Yeah. Okay, such a ridiculous thing that only works on Doctor Who. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, with Doctor Who works is, I don't know. It's it's it doesn't matter. <laughs> it all works. It's Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. They've gone like so extreme that so long as they reel it in a little bit, it usually works. Uh, let's see. Just please, no more. Don't return the uh, the farting aliens from. <laughs> uh, the ninth doctor season we don't need that from the place you can't even uh the the, the planet that has a longer name than uh than uh, mary poppins song does it i don't even remember rex pecalifatorius something <laughs> ridiculous yeah who wrote that they're fired i, do, I don't remember <laughs> okay so we have Is it uh, J- J- Jadoons? Jadoons, yes. Paul says, I want more Jadoons. Which which one were they? Were they? Oh, the- no, Rofo, go, <laughs> Okay, that's what I, okay, that's what I thought. And then they, uh, they wrote this, like, crazy, uh, this crazy thing because they wanted, uh, they were basically trolling David Tennant. Like the, not the Jadoons on the moon <laughs> or so, something like that. All right, we have a ton of news, and we got so sidetracked. And if we continue down Doctor Who, we're just going to... This is what happens when we don't have Melanie. 
That's kind of a good point. We have a record of this. <laughs> Jadunes will be in the next season. Is this true? Is this some? I hope so. I hope so. I've really enjoyed uh, their return and big finish stuff, but yeah. Interesting. Do you feel? Oh yeah. Need? Oh, that's, we're talking about that, Paul. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and do it. Let's, uh, so uh, we're going to jump into trailers. I'm guessing. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Well, first let's start with, uh, just because this is the order they are typed into our notes. Uh, okay. Jane, Jane silent Bob reboot. Did you watch this trailer? Yes, I did. Okay, I watched this, I don't know, yesterday or whatever, whenever it dropped on Kevin Smith's YouTube channel. Uh, I'm I'm happy to see Jay and Silent Bob in a movie again. I like all the ridiculous cameo- cameos of people that I haven't seen since they showed up in the first Jay and Silent Bob movie. And I was like, wow, I haven't seen him since the 90s. Right. Uh, that said, man, God, it looks so bad. It looks so I like it. The, the humor is so bad. It's so stupid. <laughs> I guess that's yeah. the, that's the point of Jane Silent Bob. I remember I went and seen the Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. I'm getting a Hall effect on your mic, Randy. Yeah, no, that's uh, me too. That's from Jesse. Whoop, sorry. We're we're getting feedback in from his whatever his sound. Um, and turn it down a little bit. See, I, okay. I've got to be able to hear you though, too. <laughs> no, you don't <laughs> need to hear problem. nothing. Oh my! Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can still hear you. You're just a little muted. Oh, okay. I'll I'm scream. also like right up on my mic, so that's probably oh part, no, you of, sound- part of the issue. No, I'm, your mic sounds. You sound fine. I think we. Oh, I see what you're saying. Bleed through from the headphones into the mic. Yeah, it seems to be fixed now, though. Okay, I turned least- I turned it down a little bit. So, okay, um, we need to get you new headphones. Uh, yeah, let's see. Oh yeah, what are, what are your what are your thoughts on Jane Silent Bob reboot? Um, you know, like it's there's just the Red Band trailer, right? Like that's the only trailer that exists. Yeah, so it starts just. <laughs> I mean, it just starts right out of the gate with all the swearing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. They're leaning into that real hard, which I mean, you know, you expect that from a James and Bob movie. So, I mean, I guess we'd be surprised if there wasn't that profanity, but I guess in a trailer, I'm surprised to get it like, so boom mm-hmm. <laughs> immediately. But I also like the tone they set for it because it kind of like, they lean into this almost, you know, like when we see reboots of old cop shows or something, uh, or old cop movies like Siege uh, on Precinct, whatever, you know. Uh, you get that's the kind of approach. It's even filmed kind of that way, and then Jay and Silent Bob come out, and they're basically doing the things that they were doing in Clerks too. <laughs> um, so doing... I mean, like I enjoyed it. What? What's that? No, go ahead. Oh, I I enjoyed it in that once I realized this is exactly a sequel to Strikes Back, uh, that helped me get over it. But it's like it's a de- it's a departure from the last time we saw Jay and Silent Bob because you know um, Clerks Two is a different movie from Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. But I I guess I am excited to, to return to the VSQ universe, and I'm curious about some of the characters. Like there's a Matt Damon character in there, and I'm curious if it's Matt Damon or if maybe we'll get a nod to Dogma or what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, 
I think that's the thing. I'm excited to return to the View Askewniverse, but I do. I went and seen Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back when it was released, and I remember being very disappointed because it's appropriately it's Jay and Silent Bob humor. It's just the dumb stuff, and I missed the like snappy Kevin Smithish stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't get a lot of the snappy Kevin Smith stuff anymore, anyway. But, uh. I don't know. Yeah, so it's a, it's a, it was a mixed bag for me. Um, Matt asks, "Will they?" Ad- or he says, "Will they address them being on the Flash?" I wonder. Probably not. Uh, dude, Kevin Smith loves his inside jokes, so probably they'll probably say something about it. Probably it's just it's going to be nothing but inside jokes and callbacks and references, like the whole movie. That's all it's going to be. Well, he even bashes himself in the uh, that whole uh, San Diego Comic Con panel where they're asking Biggs and uh, Vanderbeek about the movie. So yeah, you know uh, they're going to break the fourth wall. You know they're going to make some references. Will they yeah. reference the Flash? Who knows? But it'll be they, full of stuff. They will. I they, hope that they bash. Uh, I hope he goes. I hope he goes on a tirade about uh, Bruce Willis because <laughs> that's some of my favorite stuff. Uh, all right. Well, let's get on to the trailer that I know Jesse wants to talk about. And I'm going to hand it over to you because I was never a big uh, Top Gun fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, okay. So we're talking about the the Top Gun Maverick trailer, which dropped yesterday as well. I, I think I heard about this trailer uh, maybe an hour after I heard about the Jay and Silent Bob one. And uh, basically this was, I mean, I don't know how much of the plot we're actually getting from this because this was almost a shot for shot nostalgia salad, you know, like, like the, the lines that we did get were basically references to Top Gun and, and all the shots we got were references to Top Gun. And the only thing we're really getting here is that uh, Maverick has never progressed beyond his original station in life. He's uh, he's a captain. Um, clearly, he's doing different things for the Air Force than he was before. But uh, it just seems like he's got some arrested development. Uh, maybe that's because of the death of Goose. Uh, who knows? But yeah, that's... That's kind of the thing is I, I, I'm excited about it, but I also don't feel like uh, we got a lot of information. It's a good teaser trailer, I guess. It's just supposed to pump us up about it. Um, one thing, I, I was chatting with Axton uh, about this after he watched it, and he his, his, uh, his comments on it was, I was happy to see F-18s through most of the trailer, though. Uh, three point, or point three seconds of an F-14 at the end what the heck? So, you know, the classic, the classic bird that we're, that we, that we know Top Gun for is, is only in the movie, you know, very briefly or in the trailer, I guess. And maybe even in the movie very briefly. I don't know. So as someone who is never wild about Top Gun, it's just not my, it's not my jam. Uh, watching the trailer, I'm like, what, Where's what's the story here? As far as I can tell, <laughs> the story is okay. Because my first question is, once it kicked in, and my first question is, wait, what would a Top Gun in the modern like modern era even look like? Given 
our unending war for the last almost 20 years. And right. like, what would that even look like with drones? I'm kind of interested to see if that ties into it. Um, but the actual trailer, there's... <laughs> so yeah, he, he hasn't progressed and it's got to end. That's all I got from the trailer. Like... <laughs> it almost feels like it's going to be a character study about this lonely guy who never accomplished much since his what twenties or whatever. And uh, I don't know, like, what is it? I don't, I don't get what this is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think they want us to know. They just want us to know that it's coming uh, because most of the people that are interested, that are going to be interested in this are going to be interested because they liked t- Top Gun. So that's mm-hmm. what they gave us for a trailer is, hey, remember how much you like Top Gun? We're, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's true. Uh, David Cunningham. Hi, how's it going? Uh, Cur- uh, Paul says, I'm curious if Goose's kid is in the Top Gun program now. Ooh, and how would that how would that play? I mean, that would mess with Maverick's head big time, I would think. Matt D asks, haven't, he, haven't seen the trailer, but I have to ask, is there a fat Val Kilner? I heard that he was involved. Really? Okay, yeah, there is no Val Kilner. Maybe I imagine that. Maybe that's a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> a wonderful, wonderful fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> the fattest iced man. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Valky. Listen, people get older. He's, he's, oh, for sure. I was, I get that more than anybody. <laughs> he's like he was like one of the sexiest men in Hollywood for a long time. So it's okay. He could let himself go as he gets older and eat pizza in public. Not a wise decision. But anyway, he has that right. Was it the beach scene? Was he in there? I don't know. I'm going to have to watch this again. <laughs> there, It did look like there was a beach scene, though. So I'm like, they're, they're really just going to. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. This trailer was like shot for shot. Maggie's here. Hey, Maggie. You're late. But better late <laughs> than never, for sure. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to berate you for being late. Hey, hey, since she's here uh, real quick so that we don't forget it later, uh, remember that uh, they're doing a Cellmates live cast on Sunday, I, I think 8 o'clock again, Eastern time. So don't forget that. Put that on, put that on your calendars. We will be talking about her and her husband, Sean, will be talking about their favorite dogs in animation because their podcast is about animation. Uh, and it's also her birthday. Is that correct? Yes, yes. And if I if I remember correctly, I seen a picture she posted on Facebook uh, of the dogs they were going to discuss, and I was like, "Where's Droopy?" But then I noticed a comment or something. She clarified that uh, it's not really so much anthrop- anthropomorphic animals, or, you know, talking animals. It's more like they have to act like dogs. So, I was so like, okay. d- then then Dino must count, right? Because Dino acts like a dog, even though he's a dinosaur. But he's not a dog. Gray area. <laughs> so so Goofy doesn't count, but Pluto does. So okay, I'm gonna start jumping around here because I got a good <laughs> What are the rules? So speaking of anthropomorphic animals. Oh wait, oh Maggie's joining in. Maggie. Lean over. No, I'm not. Hello, I'm not. Maggie, we cannot <laughs> Hey, there, there we are. 
There he is. Yes. So the rules basically are just they they have to act like dogs. I mean, some of the characters on the list um, do wear like costume pieces, but they're they are dogs. They're actually dogs. So that's that's basically the rules for the list because no. my father-in-law was like well is huckleberry hound on there and all this other stuff and you know he's he's old school Hanna barbera and i was like eh, not really <laughs> so is, so like goofy is he then he's a dog so goofy is a dog but because he doesn't act like a dog he's more just an anthropomorphic character he's right. not on the list okay okay so you're getting, you know, you're, you've dialed in on your niche here. I like it. Yes. No, my doggos are my thing. So <laughs> now I did notice in the picture that you had Scooby, but also Scrappy. I'm assuming Scrappy is out though. I will just say this. I found that I found that picture and I thought it perfectly illustrated kind of what I was doing. So mm-hmm. that don't, don't take that at face value, but no scrappy is not allowed on any list ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> he is an abomination. <laughs> not happening. I I've never, ever felt the desire to shoot an animal. As much as I have. <laughs> Whoa. On screen it just no no Paul is asking where does spike fall so spike it rings a bell but i'm not quite certain who it is you're referring okay. to i'm assuming he's talking about the dog that pops up in uh tom and jerry yeah tom and jerry oh um no so not on the list actually it's now that i think about that i think sean said something about him or showed me a uh one of the episodes with him in it and i was like no not on the obviously i can hardly remember so um i I just remember that if anybody listens into this it's my favorites so not necessarily like top 20 for animated dogs ever so it yeah. just happens to be my favorites. This is a fun <laughs> show. It's going to be fun. I think so. I think so. But yes, I can't wait to see you guys there. And P- by the way, I did um, last night at dinner watch uh, Frankenstein's Monster, Monster Frankenstein. Oh, what'd you think? It was funny. I found it funny. Sean mm-hmm. watched it going, what the hell is this? And <laughs> trying to explain it to him, but he, he ended up was on his phone for the most of the most of the time uh, I was watching. I enjoyed it. And my favorite part were the commercials. They were great. I thought they were <laughs> hilarious. So You're going you're going to fire it. Yeah, I loved I I, I enjoyed it. it. <laughs> <laughs> or, Definitely. Or the the uh was it London USA Steakhouse? Uh-huh. <laughs> that that was funny, but I, uh, the other funny thing I thought was the little girl, how she was just there in scenes for like no apparent reason. I'm not interested in gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not curious about the gun. I'm exactly. <laughs> oh, you know what? The, the internet is so weird. You know what's so interesting? I the other day I was looking at our Grolix podcast Twitter, which you can find at twitter.com/slash Grolix podcast. I was looking at our notifications, and the 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 young actress that played the niece liked one of our tweets about the show i was like oh my it, gosh that's awesome the internet is weird the internet is so weird <laughs> every once in a while we get something like that it's pretty it's pretty it crazy feel, like super good when that happens oh yeah for sure for sure like, 
Sean just got um, an actual email from, so his, unfortunately, what was his favorite show just got taken off the air. He really enjoyed the Life is Life in Pieces sitcom. Um, and unfortunately, that just ended very abruptly and unfortunately. And he actually had written, you know, sent an email saying, hey, you know, basically going, I don't know why this got taken off. I love the show, blah, blah, blah. And actually, the creator for the show replied to him he wrote it just to write it but actually replied to him thanking him for being such a fan and other stuff and it it, it makes you feel really good for example melanie i just got an email from melanie sending me my guru certificate <gasps> yeah oh cats out of the bag i don't know why we have cats in bags but it's out <laughs> so thank you guys so so much <laughs> <laughs> thank you take it easy maggie uh, <laughs> uh, Paul says I got an email from Bravo Fox from Zubily Zoo. Zubily Zoo. <laughs> Man, that's why I'm afraid of furries right there. Oh, so speaking of furries, <laughs> thank you for setting up my segment. Oh, you know, I kind of had a hunch that's where you were going. <laughs> so we have some more news segments, but we have three more trailers to talk about. I don't know if this one actually came out of San Diego Comic-Con, but it just dropped all three of these I would consider horror movies, and we're going to start with the most horrific of horror movie trailers. Oh, oh my Cast. goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Cast. This thing looks like a... Ooh, what is this? This is a nightmare. <laughs> I don't know why they thought they needed a movie of this Broadway play that's basically run forever. <laughs> oh, nice. I guess. Pun. <laughs> so... Yeah, I don't know cats. I'm not. I've never been the least bit interested in cats. I understand it's a very, very famous, uh, you know, Broadway play. It's a musical that's gone on, been just decades. It seems like. Uh, I think they finally ended it. Like they finally ended the run on Broadway. Anyways, I feel like their decision to make the movie look the way it does was just was a real bad decision. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna do go that way, just make them up like you would on the stage play, the or just CG, make it a cartoon. Do a cartoon. Cr- I creepy don't know. CG furry uh, fantasy slash nightmare is. God, I don't like it. It's it's weird. It's real weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I really have to say about it. This horrifies me. I didn't even watch the trailer. I just saw like. I don't know, like, I've seen reporting on it, and so they just show, like, uh, clips of it without, yeah, Uh, yeah. stills and and little, just little bits of them moving around while someone else talks about it, and they're like, nope, no, 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 nope, Uh -uh." uh-uh. Maggie says, make them actual cats, not furries. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of one thing that I've, yeah, the decision to do the weird human faces on what would essentially be skin tight human shaped bodies but they're still cats like it's it's weird it's very strange and it doesn't look like anything out of this era it looks like a total throwback to something else it is it is worth watching the trailer just 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 to have nightmares yeah just to have a nightmare (laughs) (laughs) for the horror a sexy confusing nightmare <laughs> Melanie says it's so weird to jump in the middle of this conversation. <laughs> yeah, we cannot imagine. We're talking about the catch trailer, and I almost sent it to Melanie earlier, but I figured she was busy. 
Uh, Melanie, you got to watch this catch trailer. It's it's, it's weird and bothersome. Uh, but yeah, okay, that's all I really had to say. I just wanted to bring it up to poke fun because it looks. What is with like? There's some weird decisions. I don't know. It like people. Everybody was upset about Sonic, and this kind of blows that out of the water. Oh, for real? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. CD characters. Paul says I saw it in the middle of the night and couldn't get back to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> that's what. I mean. Yeah, yeah. You you try to count sheep, and then all the sheep would have human faces. <laughs> and curves. Oh no! <laughs> Sexy sheep. Okay, no. Holy <laughs> bully. No. I'm gonna backtrack all this. All right, so let's <laughs> let's jump to uh the next trailer. This is a big trailer. Uh it chapter two trailer. Um yeah, I don't know. The first it was better than I expected. I didn't really have high expectations for it, and it was you know, I'm still torn on how I feel about the look of this clown specifically, but uh, the first one was an okay horror movie. Like I think it's of- got, it's got some great uh, visual effects. It looks like, you know, based on what we're seeing. Yeah. I mean, the, the issue it, with it in general, like, you know, thinking it to the, the mini series and stuff is the child half of it plays so well because it, it, it's that kind of throwback small town it's the Stranger Things thing, right? Like right. it's that sure. kind of throwback kids small town horror thing, which works very well. Uh, so the adult half is kind of a challenge, um, but I think this this looks okay. Like I think it might be okay. Uh, also, what's his name? McAvoy is in everything on Earth right now, <laughs> right? Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 into it. Maggie says I enjoyed the Pennywise actor. I, yeah, I like him, and I liked him in that Netflix show where he was some kind of vampire thing. Melanie commented on the spider. From uh, It? Yeah. If you've read the book, you know what that means. Um, I don't think they touched on it in the in the TV miniseries. Hannah says, I thought the first had some comical bits. I, they did some odd things with, with Pennywise. I don't know if that's what you're referring to, Hannah, but they did some odd things with Pennywise. Uh, like I said, I'm still very torn on how I feel about that. But, yeah. Jasper Knight asks, the Wild Wild West spider. No, Jasper, stop trying to make me promote things already. <laughs> wild Wild West? Why would you mention that? It's almost like we're going to be... Oh, my God. Maggie, you <laughs> should be... Oh, <laughs> Uh oh! So if Maggie, Maggie does join the GCU crew, it will be two Wild Wild Wests to one. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of glad I didn't think to try to arrange her for that episode. Then Maggie says, "Jasper, oh my God, that movie is my jam." Matt Matt P face palm Matt Matt D face palms. So okay, man, we are getting so easily sidetracked, but. Wild Wild West. Jasper mentions it because he's trying to get me to promote GCU. So. About an hour after we're done recording this, I will be recording with Jasper the next episode of Grawlix Cinematic Universe, which will go up Monday. We will be discussing Django Unchained because this season, quote-unquote season, of the podcast, we're doing Tarantino movies. And Jasper suggested we pair it up, pair Django Unchained with Wild Wild West. And... Wiki, wiki! It was such a horrible idea, 
but also a fantastic idea. So, oh, the chat loves this movie. <laughs> oh, you guys are not going to enjoy my take. Uh, that movie is camp at its finest. Hannah says such a good film. I'm assuming she's talking about Django. We'll just say Django. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Paul says yes, guilty pleasure as uh, guilty pleasure at his finest, and you get Will Smith Wiener. You do for just yeah, right away. I was just like, boom. whoa, okay. Wild Wild West Unchained. Oh hey, yep. Hannah did not like Hateful Eight. Uh, I can see that. that I mean, it's it's up, an interesting movie. It's that it's be, shot weird. I, I can understand why people have that opinion. I could see why that would not be one of. Uh, people's favorites i'll say of tarantino i recall enjoying it i haven't rewatched it yet because that will be coming up here soon but matt d says kenneth Branagh's worst film yeah wild wild west that is i would agree i was like no just go go be wallander already stop this (laughs) stop this nonsense Hateful Eight played with the Magnificent Seven makes a good peering, pairing. Pairing. Uh, yeah, I was actually Matt. So we're going to try to get Matt D on that episode, which we discussed Hateful Eight on GCU. And we were talking about Magnificent Seven or Seven Samurai since, um, you know, Magnificent Seven is kind of based on that. But actually, Matt, this is news to you. I'm leaning back towards Magnificent Seven because I have no clue how to connect Seven Samurai to Hateful Eight. Because there's they're hundreds of years apart in ter- in time period, so I, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Melanie says I like talking about Hateful Eight. I like it because the story about the priceless stringed instrument that was destroyed. Yeah, no, it's that's interesting. Also, like uh, what's her name? The one actress, the what's one female name? in that movie. Yeah, uh, Jennifer J- no, Jennifer Jason Lee. Is that who it is? Is that no. who it is? Maybe. Anyway, I don't know. She's she's made up pretty heavily in that movie. I mean, so she she totally breaks character in that moment, uh, and they leave it in. So I don't know. It's interesting. All right. Okay. Back to the. You guys keep sidetracking us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, we don't have to talk about this very long. There's a creep show series coming to Shutter which I do not have, but Shudder is like a horror-specific streaming service. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a s- creep show, a series, horror series based on, you know, the, like the movies, Creep Show and Creep Show 2. Um, and I think Shudder is worth the money, Maggie says. Really interesting. Interesting. Okay. I've been curious. I I love horror movies, but I can, there's also a lot of bad ones, which is fine, but I was worried Shudder would be full of bad horror um, but yeah, creep show horror anthology series. It sounds perfect. It kind of sounds perfect for for a anthology series, right? So right, know, whatever. It makes sense that it'd be on a on a network or a or streaming service like Shutter. So mm-hmm. it's a good call for them. It's probably better on something like that than like a network where it'll last a season and then get canceled because anthology series, especially horror anthology series, generally don't do well on network TV. Mm-hmm. Um, Maggie says, I like it. 
speaking about Shudder, because they also have international horror. Oh, yeah, that's good. Ooh, Ooh okay. yeah, okay. I mean, that's kind of been my favorite part of Netflix is all the international shows they pick up. So, no, that's a good point. Um, let's see. Okay, so that's all we got for trailers, but we do have a couple pieces of news. We blow through this uh, fairly quick until we get derailed again. <laughs> uh, out of San Diego Comic-Con, it's been announced that Edward Furlong will be back as John Connor in Terminator Dark Fate. Uh, also, um, the movie will be rated R. It'll be dark and gritty. Or whatever. It'll be rated R, like a Terminator movie should be. <laughs> right. And they announced this essentially through the cheesiest like little featurette where basically it's got, you know, the director and just like, well, I'm making an effing Terminator movie and every other thing is like, I'm going to effing this. And it's like, okay, we get it. It's rated R. We get, <laughs> we it. get it. So basically he did the uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot trailer yeah, version of right off with <laughs> a Terminator trailer. Effing this. Although Sarah Connor does have a good line that they play in it where she calls uh, something a metal MFer. And I was like, yeah, it's good conviction. Um, so, and I had not watched the trailer for this. It came out uh, like two months ago. But after reading that article, I was like, yeah, well, I'm going to watch the trailer. I'm kind of on board with this Terminator movie. And I don't know why. It doesn't necessarily look amazing, but. I'm going to watch it. I've I'm seen them all, even the really bad ones, you know. I, I'm ready for a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Matt D. So does this ignore everything after T2? Yes. This ignores everything after Terminator 2. It's another one of those. It's like RoboCop where it's just like, you know all those sequels and reboots and stuff? No. 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 This is a this is <laughs> this is a sequel to the one that people actually liked. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. But you know, whatever. So basically we're getting a new terminator 3 so yeah i don't know it might suck it might be good i like i do like the director it's the guy that directed the first deadpool um not to say that means he's going to make a great terminator movie it'll mean there's going to be a ton of effects but so the fast and furious treatment did he do oh i don't know i'm not sure dark gritty and awkward (laughs) yeah probably (laughs) probably oh no not the niece (laughs) and women because the women are taking over. It's the feminist agenda taking over Hollywood. I, that's the one thing I heard about this movie after the trailer oh. originally dropped. Like, are you kidding me? Did you watch the second one? <laughs> right. If okay. First off, who cares? Get over it, man. Get over it. But if you're going to make a movie with strong female leads, Terminator is the one to do. For real, Sarah Connor. Yeah. I mean, Sarah Connor was kind of the damsel in distress in the first one, but like she became the series main, like, uh, God, I need a better word for what I wanted to say. Tough. The series tough, bad, butt. yes. Thank you, Molly. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> hard case. I'm just hard. Ca- that's what it was. The, the hard case. I try to censor myself. People. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Jesse, did you read this yeah. article? That nope, nope. Uh, oh, but yeah. I, I'd heard some of the these things, uh, and I, sounds good. All right. Let's see. As a guy, I'd rather see a woman blown up on a big screen than a half naked dude. I'm assuming blown up, like as in 
just bigger, large down the <laughs> like street. That. Not with grenades. <laughs> Larger. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking yep, about yep. Terminator. Yeah, it, we got to be specific. <laughs> uh, all right. Next news story. Melanie says I'd prefer both. Yeah, I, I believe that. All the grenades. Uh, Jesse. Yo, this, hey, yeah. This next news story that I don't think you had happened to see beforehand. You mean the? You mean we're going to jump over the Agents of Shield? <laughs> we already did that. We already talked. Yeah, about no, that. you're right. We already talked about that. And yeah, no, I didn't hear about that. Minutes. You, you, uh, you put a new piece of news in the uh, in the notes that I I it must be brand brand new because I'm so, pretty pretty on top of it when it comes to Cobra Kai. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't actually read this. I was like, this is this is a Jesse story. I'm just gonna put this here. Oh um, yeah, no, okay. Then I yeah, I definitely read it. So, spoilers, surprise. <laughs> um, but I don't have it pulled up real real quick. The headline is Cobra Kai will send Daniel Larusso to Japan in season three. So the, uh, they do have a panel at San Diego Comic Con. So I don't know if this information was. Uh, released at san diego or if this was just in an interview but uh they were talking to ralph macchio about uh season two and and what they can expect for season three and he said for season three something i can tease is that albeit we have a lot of cleaning up to do based on the events of season two some of the stories will dive into the origins of both miyagi do karate and cobra kai macchio told ew like the beginnings of those two forms of martial arts, and we'll learn stuff about both that we never knew. And that includes LaRusso going to Okinawa, which is a piece of season three. So I'm assuming this is going to be like flashback stuff, which they've been kind of sprinkling throughout, like flashbacks of stuff that we didn't, that we didn't see. And, you know, reading this article, now I know where I got, where I got, uh, my first glimpse of cats because it's playing this stupid video while I'm reading the thing. <laughs> you can't get away a, from it. It's a nightmare. So anyways, yeah, it's, you know, it's going to be, they, they've, they've even shot some flashback stuff with, uh, with like a stand in for, for Pat Morita, uh, where it's, where it's obviously like in flashback stuff where it's obviously, um, Mr. Miyagi, but it's not Mr. Miyagi kind of thing. They've, they've, anyways, they've done a really good job of incorporating Miyagi without, obviously, without the actor, uh, and not like giving him extra speaking lines or anything. But I think this is a good way, like sending him back to Okinawa, either as a flashback or, I mean, man, that would be kind of crazy if they just took Daniel off the board for part of season three and sent him to to Japan. Like that could be interesting based on how things end. And I don't want to get spoilery because I know a lot of people have not seen season two and uh, I would be really mad if somebody spoiled the end of season two for me. So cool. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say too much because like I said, I think it was more impactful than the end of, of end game. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I have not seen season two. I do want to say real quick. Uh, first off, Maggie says, thank you for, uh, says Melanie, thank you for my uh, guru certification. We do have a couple more of those to go out to if you're listening and wondering where yours is. Um, I want to say, Melanie, stop reading the chat. 
She says she's driving. Stop it. Oh my. Yeah, you yeah. listen oh, yeah. to us. You can listen to us. I will read out loud what uh, is said in the chat of worth. <laughs> of worth. I will decide what's of worth. <laughs> oh, he's a tastemaker. I do want to say, though, one of her comments that she shouldn't have texted uh, is about this uh, Cobra Kai story. He's going, Daniel LaRusso is going to Japan to find one of his many lost loves. Oh, my goodness, man. I mean, and they are like, they are really putting his marriage to the test in the series as things go along anyways. Like, you get the you get the sense that she's just annoyed with him in season one, but like season two he's pushing it. So if he goes back to Japan to re- reconnect with the, uh, was it Yukio or Yuki? I, I can't, I'm, I'm forgetting what the character's name in season two or cry kid too. But yeah, if he goes back to, they, you know, they've teased Allie with an eye. They've, they've, you know, it, it could be real interesting. Paul says, or his drum find his drum <laughs> oh he had the drum in uh season two that's not even a spoiler because they showed that before they ever released the season he's got the little the little drum at miyagi do is it Mar- mariko yeah there you go that's that's the word that's the name all right and i have one other piece of news here oh wait that was wolverine matt d says <laughs> oh yeah you're right oh man no, I'm getting them all mixed up. Now it's racist. Okay, so... No, I'm sorry, I don't know what it is. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Uh, one more piece of news, and this was something that dropped on Twitter just like within 30 minutes, uh, about 30 minutes before we went live. Um, it's official. There will be two more movies in the saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. Halloween Kills will be out October 16th, 2020, and Halloween Ends October 15th, 2021. Um, yeah. I still have not watched. I can't believe I haven't because I love Halloween. I watch the original. Oh, my goodness. You, I still huh. have not watched the uh, sequel reboot, the re-sequel. From I think you'll like year. it. I mean, I, yeah, I'm I surprised. I, I don't know. I... It hasn't hit any of my usual streaming services. I think that might be the issue. Where is it? Why is it not on <laughs> Netflix right now? Is it out on digital? It should be by now. Nah, I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> oh, <wait>, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to pay for it, and I would never steal. So Never. Never. Maddie says, I am as old as the original Halloween, and I love the original. I'm not as old as the original. Wait, wait. I might be. When did the original come out? I should know. Maybe it it wasn't 82. It was 78. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I think, I think I'm as old as Halloween as well. That's, yeah. that's why Matt D always gets my nostalgia references. <laughs> uh, so, no, yeah, I'm a sucker for it. Also, yeah, wh- this is a case of like uh, this Terminator movie or Robocop where they made a sequel to the original. They're like, none of that other stuff. None of that other stuff happened. This is Halloween 2 now. And uh, yeah, I'm on board with that because Halloween 2 sucked. So the other ones are... Halloween 3 is fun, but it's not really the same thing. Right. Paul says, Lori is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Just talking about Lori. Just talking about Lori. 
Yeah, I watch Halloween every year for Halloween. One year I might have overdid it. I think I watched it maybe twice, and the one time was in the theater, which was cool. Um, but uh, twice is a bit much for like two days. Yeah, it, the 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 pacing of it really catches up with you if you watch it multiple times within a week. Um, wow, I think we actually got through our news. It's amazing. <laughs> that is crazy. Because we have not been getting through the news. <laughs> no. And, and we got sidetracked for at least half the show. Uh, I hope everybody's having a good Friday. Um, what's coming up? First off, I have a thing I want to tell you about. We have a Patreon account. It's not new. We've had it for a long time. Right. Uh, and as part of that, if you become a Patreon, if you become a patron on Patreon and support us at patreon.com slash Grawlix podcast, uh, you get access to all kinds of essentially behind the scenes, off the rails podcast episodes. There's over there's 50 something bonus episodes that are not available anywhere else. And the cool thing about uh, Patreon like for podcasting purposes, you can set up secret Patreon RSS feeds. So if you get on there, you can get your own RSS feed. So basically you can subscribe to it and automatically get it, get like the new bonus episodes, um, kind of how you would get our normal episodes if you're subscribed to us. So yeah, Patreon. Yeah. So if you've been kind of on the fence about it, like, Oh, I don't know if I want to go to Patreon to, to just to get more of my podcasts. You don't have to, if you have a podcatcher that, uh, that does the RSS feeds. Yeah. Just become a patron, Patreon, just become a patron for a dollar a month and uh, you can get your, your own, your own individual personal RSS feed that you can then, then you never have to come back to patron, patron. God, I'm mixing those up. Patreon. And that's just for the lowest level. Like we have a, a couple of patrons at that $5 level where you get to influence what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, I think that's a fun, uh, you know, if I were if I were going to be a patron of a podcast, which I am actually multiple, but usually I I subscribe at that one dollar level. But you know, if I were going to go up a little bit, it's because I would want that influence because I and would want to tell people what to do. I'll tell you a little secret. If you want to, if you if you're like, yeah, but there's already people there. I have to share the influence. Guess what? They, they don't really use theirs much. <laughs> they you don't could use be their in power. Total control. <laughs> <laughs> You could exert that that power that they neglect. I feel like I really, really just bombed that promotion, but that's okay. <laughs> now, Jesse, uh, yeah, this last weekend, I think it was. I was. I also run the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network, so I post all the podcast episodes that go up there. This weekend, I was very surprised to see something pop up in my feed to add to the network. I was like. What's the Turning Cartwheels podcast? I that died <laughs> years ago. Jesse, well, yeah, yeah. What's three the- years ago to be precise, or or pretty pretty close to three years ago? Tell me uh, about yeah. the Resurrected Zombie podcast that come out of nowhere. <laughs> it's not really about zombies, but it is it is like a zombie in that it was dead. It was literally dead. Like that was my uh, New Year's resolution for about two to three years that I was going to bring that back. Except for last year where I was like, I'm not even making promises at this point. Um, yeah, the Turning Cartwheels podcast is my uh, 
it's my show. It's my solo, my solo show. Uh, it's my solo show uh, that that where I I don't know I don't know how to describe it. it that that's always been part of the problem with it. Um, originally, I started it out as a podcast about uh, I don't know. It's kind of like the power of positivity kind of thing. Like I was not really digging my job, and so I thought I'm going to start a podcast where I just I learn about how to make my job fun and and because I think people would relate to that because nobody likes going to work. And then I realized, uh, you know, like that's impossible. <laughs> that's impossible to do. Uh, not, not that you can't be positive at work, but like, uh, you know, nobody's positive all the time. So that's why, uh, that's why when I returned to the podcast, uh, I kind of revamped the vision of the show. And so what I talk about on the turning cartwheels podcast, it, it changes from episode to episode, but I dig into some of these things like, uh, like how to use meditation, how to use uh, journaling in your daily practice. Uh, I, I kind of riff on productivity because right now it's really the cult of, of getting things done. Uh, you know, like we've got more online entrepreneurs than we've ever had in, in history, I think. And mm-hmm. like, it's, it's all about do more, do this, do everything, do all, all the things all the time everywhere. And uh, so I, you know, I, I examine things like that. I also examine things like your social media reach and the things that we just do without thinking. And uh, so this latest episode where I brought it back, uh, first of all, it's called a sharp left turn or, or a sharp sudden turn or whatever it's called. Uh, and I basically uh, go over the fact that I've, it's been a while and here's what you can kind of expect. The, the interesting thing about bringing it back is I went back and listened to some other episodes and I was like, oh, hey, I kind of covered some of this in my productivity episode, and I covered the fact that I'm changing topics in another episode. So it's kind of a rehash, but that's kind of okay for a reboot. It's been three years. It's been three years. I can't possibly be held accountable for my own content in the span of three years. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, I I have some ideas for moving forward because now I'm I'm 40, and... uh, and, and there have been things that have happened in the past couple of years that I don't want to say they're good excuses for why the show hasn't been on, but uh, they've definitely impacted the fact that it wasn't that it wasn't. <laughs> so that's kind of what this one is. It's not like the easiest listening podcast episode I've ever recorded, but it's a good it's a good return. It's a good return and it will give you an indication of what's going on. And if you, uh, if you are listening on, on Castbox, it was already there. All I had to do is claim it. So I did. It's here on Castbox. You can listen to past episodes. I think there's some good ones in there. I think it's the kind of podcast you should look through the archives, see what is interesting to you and, and then give it a listen. And some of those are pretty rough because they're like, we're, we're talking about spanning back years to my early podcasting days. Where if was where where else can they find it, Jesse? Okay, they can find it on the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. That's electronicmediacollective.com. It's a mouthful. Or you can find it at cartwheelspodcast.com. Awesome. There we go. Uh I'll tighten that pitch up. I've got to work on it. Okay. <laughs> 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 It was a little long, a little long-winded. That's all right. That's all right. I don't know how to talk about it anymore because it changed. It's so different now. Is that your next? Did you, did you just record your next episode? I think <laughs> I just did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. No. So you, much for speed pimpage. 
<laughs> I'm the slow pimpage. All right, we already talked about GCU. Uh, there's other stuff that I'll talk about next week. Um, we've got some exciting, speaking of EMC, there's some exciting stuff coming up soon. I don't want to spill the beans yet, but it involves Matt D. It's very, very interesting. Kind of a, kind of a turn for EMC. Um, ominous, but also that's it. That's all we got. Hey, I've been Randy and I've been joined by Jesse and Melanie has been (laughs) texting and driving in the chat, but normally she's here in vocal form uh and this has been grolix lunchbox live you can hear our regular show the grolix podcast here on Castbox or anywhere else you can find podcasts or go to grolixpodcast.com it's g-r-a-w-l-i-x podcast.com also check out our movie podcast in which jasper who is always just trolling us in the chat here jasper and i review two movies a theme double feature and then we pitch a shared cinematic universe. You can find that also the same places, all the same places, including the same website. It's a spinoff of Grog's podcast. So it lives on the same website and uh, everybody have a good, have a good weekend. Woo. Have a good weekend, everybody. Uh, we will be back Monday. I'm sure we'll have all sorts of San Diego stuff to talk about on Monday too. Cause it's going all weekend. Oh, I totally forgot to do what's opening this weekend. Spoilers, not much. Lion King. Lion King's opening this weekend and a couple other things that I have never heard of. That's it. That's what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Did we get reports? kind of want to buy a switch now oh what what is it that uh what's what's doing it it was pokemon for me so yeah, there's always no, a reason i had no interest in a switch i've been watching mario maker 2 videos oh man that looks so good I, I, dude i would specifically i've been watching videos of like contraptions people put together like clever little things that essentially i mean it reminds me of uh it reminds me of redstone contraptions and stuff from minecraft i love messing around with that stuff but people come up with clever ways of using objects to put up to create like basically timers and switches and stuff to make some really clever levels not that i would come up with anything super clever but i love creativity games and stuff and yeah that looked it looks great Uh, speaking of uh speaking of minecraft i just saw an article on uh on the, the you know the folks that were trying to recreate uh, Middle Earth in Minecraft, it's taken them nine years, but they've done it. Did they finish? Uh, I guess I didn't read the full article, but that's kind of what the headline was saying: is that it took them nine years, but they've done it. That's insane! Nine years to build <laughs> to build a Minecraft world. Oh, <laughs> you know, and it's like, how would you even know if this 
game was going to continue for nine years. And surprisingly, you know, like Minecraft, there's still people really, they're really on board with it still. I pop in every once in a while. First off, I can't believe it's been, Minecraft's been around for over, what, 10 years then? Yeah. But I love that it is. I'm glad. I once in a while still think about firing up Minecraft just because, I don't know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that world. I enjoyed, uh, you know, I didn't even, I never like played online hardly with anybody, uh, but I don't know, uh, throw in survival mode, got that music or maybe play some podcasts and just yes. find stuff and build stuff, man. I liked it. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, I did some shared servers, but mostly I just did my own worlds because mm-hmm. the one time I did do a shared server and like spent an awful lot of time on it, uh, that server's gone. <laughs> so all my cool stuff is gone. Melanie says, I don't like it much without the Xbox. See, that's the thing. We played on Xbox. I'm sure there's probably PC Master Race uh, Minecraft purists that are like, oh, oh, oh. You know, oh, whatever. so much you can do with the PC, and you can get into the code and find out like exact coordinates of where you are and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, it worked well, and that was—it's one of the few games that um, Melanie and I would play. You can, you know, you can play with people uh, super easy. Or her, her niece and nephew would come over, and if we had enough controllers, we could all play. Of course, right. building stuff with them sucked because inevitably they're going to either start stealing your stuff or blowing stuff up. But Right. You know, whatever. That's kids. Uh, Matt D, my eight-year-old is using it in his coding class. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Yep. Paul Harder, like Legos. Uh, Melanie, yeah. Melanie always liked creative mode better. Um, But, I mean, creative mode for, like, yeah. If I have something, I just, like, I want to build some crazy redstone stuff. Right. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I want to have to make uh, obsidian. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but for just kicking back, like, I don't know, it was good low stress most of the time, low stress gameplay. It was a creative game. I like it. But, yeah, so I was like, I had the first, I was watching Mario Maker 2 videos, and I was like, I, I oh, God, I want to switch. That kind of sucks, because <laughs> I don't want to want to switch. I don't <laughs> no, want I know. I know. And there's, there's a couple games, uh, you know, even now, there's all sorts of games I'd love to have, but, like, Switch games are not cheap. Except for like, uh, well, they have Bendy and the Ink Machine on Switch, and it's relatively inexpensive. <laughs> so I'm kind of, I'm kind of like toyed with the idea of getting that, just because I played on my uh, computer with all the visual settings turned down. I would love to do it on an HD TV with all the visuals turned all the way up. Mm, but it's Switch. I know. <laughs> You'd <laughs> have. Nintendo You'd have to switch to it. Uh, okay, this is going way long. We better Hey, stop. it's the after show. It, it was an after show. Uh, and I could keep going, but we should stop. Plus, I need to get ready to record GCU here in about 50 Oh, minutes. yeah, yeah. Yep, get those headphones off your head for a little while. Send uh-huh. me a link for some better headphones. So oh, I got okay. I, I to gotta stop. <laughs> I got to stop this echoey stuff. All right, cool, cool. Okay, everybody, thanks for listening. If you're still here, thanks for sticking around after the show. And uh, we will be back Monday. Have a good weekend. Yeah. We might listen. Uh, we'll be at Maggie's thing, too, probably. Yeah. That's I, the I plan. Will, I will not get in arguments with anybody in the chat. I, maybe. <laughs> I'm not a troll. It's not what I do sometimes. He can control it. And with that.